welcome to another episode of Triumph and Tierras. I am your hostess, Suzanne Proxa, business strategist and coach for female entrepreneurs who are purpose-driven and looking to make a major impact in the world. This podcast is my passion and is intended to showcase women who have overcome obstacles to hopefully inspire and empower all of you to do the same. And now on with the episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Triumph and Tierras. I am Suzanne Proxa, your host, and I am here today with Nicole Tatlock, and she is a web designer and developer, brand strategist, business coach, and writer, plus a single mother uh, at 17, where she had to overcome depression. And I will let her tell her own story. Welcome, Nicole. Thank you so much for having me. I am super excited to be here. Um, And yes, my story, uh, my mom always told me that your story is one that most people cry over. And every time I've told it, there's usually a few uh, non-dry eyes in a room. Um, (laughs) So um, my love and passion started with writing when I was in the eighth grade. Um, I spent my freshman through junior year of high school on the yearbook staff, newspaper staff, writing. Um, I decided that my major would be communications. I loved writing. I loved talking. (laughs) Um, I figured it was a good mix of the two. Um, I applied to schools across the country. Um, I am in Florida, born and raised. And um, I had gotten a lot of scholarships and acceptance letters to high schools or to colleges throughout my junior year and senior year in high school. Um, I was top of my, top 10 in my class, actively involved in a number of activities, full, uh, worked nearly a full-time job. And I always wanted to go to Emerson University in Boston. And I applied there, never went and checked out the campus, never talked to anybody, but Emerson University at the time in 1998 was the number one communication school in the country. Um, I got my acceptance letter to Emerson University along with a full academic scholarship my senior year in high school, um, and it was actually just before Thanksgiving. And three weeks later, I had to decline my acceptance as I stood and stared at a positive pregnancy test. Oh, wow. I gave up everything. I spent the next six months um, severely depressed. I don't know how I made it even to school because what was the point? (laughs) Everything I worked for, I had just thrown away. Um, So I was extremely depressed. I did a lot of writing, um, journaling, a lot of anger, anger at myself. Um, I journaled through my daughter's um, birth. She was seven, seven and a half weeks early. Spent nearly three weeks in NICU. Um, I was there every day, but I was there writing. When I would have to wait outside, I would write. Um, So I spent a lot of time writing, um, but I knew that I had to take care for this life, and I knew I couldn't do it flipping burgers at McDonald's. I knew I had to do something, and I just didn't give up. I kept pushing, even though I was depressed, even though I really just wanted nothing out of life, because what was my point? I'd worked for everything and had it taken away. Who's to say it wasn't going to happen again? Well, it did happen again. (laughs) Um, 
I got married, um, had another daughter, and about three years after I got married, I was handling emotional abuse control and my kids were seeing it. And when your five-year-old daughter tells you, it doesn't matter what you want, mommy, it, you're always gonna do what daddy wants you to do. I did not think it was okay for my daughter to have that opinion of a man. Um, I left, um, I moved back in with my parents and I changed a lot of things. I realized that I can control my future. I can control my life. Um, I didn't know how I was going to support my kids, but <laughs> um, I started designing websites for nonprofit organizations. A couple hundred bucks here and there was just something that gave me some money to buy diapers for my youngest and clothes for my oldest. Um, and it grew and it grew exponentially and it grew extremely fast. Um, I tried to balance life, social life business, kids, all while living at home with my parents. <laughs> um, and I did very well. I built a seven-figure empire in three years. Um, I was making very good money. I had no wants, needs that I couldn't take care of. But I sacrificed myself. I had totally lost myself over the course of the previous six, seven years between losing my scholarship and becoming a single mom at 17, getting divorced. I was just, I didn't know who I was. Um, I got into another bad relationship, got married again. <laughs> um, and he actually cost me a good part of my fortune. <laughs> he cost me a good part of everything I had made um, before I'd even met him. I didn't know what I was doing. I was making horrible decisions and I was still just battling depression. Sometimes it'd be really, really bad. Sometimes it'd be really, really good. And sometimes I tell myself, no, you got this. This is what you're supposed to be doing. You're fine. But deep down, I knew it just wasn't me. So again, <laughs> I got divorced, <laughs> lost everything else I even had in my divorce. Um, I think I might've had enough money to move into my own place and try and start all over again <laughs> for the what their time at that point. Um, not long after that, I met a great guy that I knew from high school. Come to find out he wasn't the great guy from high school. Um, and I had no support in building a business. So everything I had done for years just kind of went away. I wasn't doing my business. I wasn't doing something I loved. I didn't at that point even know what I loved. <laughs> um, I struggled greatly through, um, that marriage eventually realizing that you have to have your control. You have to control your happiness. You and you alone are the only one who can do that. Um, so divorce number three and no business to fall back on, no anything. Um, I had to basically start all over again for the fourth time. And luckily I did have supportive parents who would encourage me but sometimes it just wasn't enough. I had to be my own encourager. Um, so I started all over again. I got a house. <laughs> um, I started my business again. This time I wanted to focus on helping people, um, helping business owners who were having the same obstacles, who were struggling with that 
self-identity amongst being a business owner and a mom and a wife and everything else that goes in between it. Um, I wanted to show that it didn't matter what you've done in the past. It doesn't matter where you are now. What happens is what direction you take tomorrow. Um, so two years ago, I launched Nikki Collier Biz Bestie. Um, I still do some of my web graph, my web and graphic design. I still do my branding, but I do majority of coaching and business support, um, helping other female business owners to really capture who they are. Um, I found myself, I found who I am and what I'm really wanted to be doing with my life. Um, my relationships with my friends, my family, my kids. I do have a boyfriend. Um, I have told him that don't even think about marriage because it's not happening. I will not go through it again. Um, but, you know, I have been able to find who I was and I was able to do so through everything that I struggled with. Um, for 20 years, almost 20 years, I wanted to write a book. I didn't know what that book was until about 10 years ago as I went through my second divorce. I was like, I want this book to be for people who just don't know what to do when life throws you a curveball. Mm. So it's been in the back of my mind for years. The content's been there. I just never actually wrote it. About six months ago, I sat down at my computer. I opened up a Google Drive document and I started typing. And within four days, I had my entire book written. Wow. I... And still, it's in editor stage. So I have an editor who's reviewing it. Um, but the title of the book, <laughs> I love. I'm not sure how many other do, but the title of the book is Shit Happens, Your Guide to Flushing It. Oh, that's awesome. So um, that is the title of my book for more of a personal development focus. Um, I do talk about my business and being a business owner, but for the most part, it's geared towards every person who really just has a struggle in life or who's made a bad decision or is trying to move past a ugly past, who's trying to put that behind them. So I wrote that book in four days. Um, it had been in my mind for years. Like I said, I'd known for years that that's what I wanted to do. When I first started the process of thinking about writing a book, you know, 15 years ago, I was thinking more towards single moms, teenage moms, just letting them know that it didn't matter how hard life got, that you didn't have to be stuck in a position you didn't like. And, but as life happened, and as I got older, I realized that it didn't matter if you were a teenager or 20 something year old or a 30 something year old, life happens, <laughs> shit happens. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I kind of changed the focus a little bit to be more geared towards people who just need, need to be able to put the past behind them and move forward. So um, today um, I have hit the first of six figures in my coaching business. Um, I am smashing my goals. Um, I had a goal for the month of May that I have already hit as of Friday. <laughs> um, awesome. So when you really, I have found that regardless of what you're doing in life, if you've really found something that makes you happy and something that you really get excited about, there's no stopping you, regardless of what you're dealing with internally. Um, I was able, I haven't dealt with depression in a couple of years now. Unfortunately, I have a 15-year-old daughter who is, <clears throat> who is battling depression. And um, I am 
very supportive of helping her. The one thing I refused to do and the one thing I never did in all the years of battling depression was I never medicated. Her dad wants to medicate her and I say absolutely not. Um, you have to change your, you have to change your circumstances. You have to change the things that cause you to be depressed. You have to change your surroundings. Um, you have to change the way you think about things and you have to weigh the, you have to think about how you handle it when you do get into a depressive state. Um, and that is something that I overcame, um, with 15 to 20 years of depression and never once taking a pill to take care of it. Um, I just, I don't believe in it. It's my personal opinion. Everybody to each is everybody's own. My personal opinion is that there are other ways to handle something. Um, I have friends who are um, ex-drug addicts, um, ex-alcoholics, and they change their surroundings. Um, so I feel depression or medicating for depression is no different. So I have been through a lot of ups and downs. Um, the last two years, definitely way more ups than downs. Um, and I'm excited to share with anybody who wants the support, who needs the encouragement, who listens to this and goes, I was there. Maybe not the three divorce part, <laughs> oh, right. but I was there. Um, I was lost and I was, I was truly lost. I had no idea who I was. I had no idea who I was, what I was doing. It just wasn't me. And it definitely wasn't the vision of a life I planned when I was a kid. It's not the white picket fence with two puppies running around the yards and two and a half kids. It's not what I envisioned as a young adult. But what I have and where I am today did not come without a lot of struggle, a lot of sacrifice. But I don't make those same struggles or sacrifices anymore because I found my calling, so to speak. <laughs> yeah. And I think, you know, what you said about you control your own happiness. I, I love that. Um, as somebody who is a, um, it, it will shock people, but I, by nature, am actually not the happiest person <laughs> in the world. I've had to work at it the last three years. And so I agree with you wholeheartedly on that one that you, you know, that is within your control. And um, I love how you, you know, you talked about having to be your own encourager. I think that a lot of times people think, you know, if they don't have that support system, they're just completely out of luck. And, <laughs> and it's not true. I mean, I'm one of those people, if anybody's listened to the first episode, who whose support system has definitely been lacking. Mm -hmm. And you know, I, I know I cheer myself on every day. <laughs> How about you? I, I, every day I cheer myself up. I wake up. I have never been a morning person ever. I'm an, I'm a night owl to the core, but the last probably six months I have completely changed that. I am now a morning person. <laughs> I and it's because I told myself I was, I would go to bed at night and I'd be like, you're going to wake up at this time and you're going to be energized and you're going to have a great day. And I would wake up in the morning and I'd tell myself the same thing. You're energized. You're ready to go. You're going to have a fantastic day. It doesn't matter what time the clock says. And every day I encouraged and cheered myself. So every time when something good would happen, I'd be like, yes, great day. Things are going good, you know, and I, you have to, I'd pour myself a glass of wine and I'd cheer a picture of myself on the wall. I'd be like, cheers. Yeah. <laughs> because you have to encourage yourself because if you don't encourage yourself, who's going to encourage you? 
you might have somebody. My mom is my biggest encourager. When I finally built my NicoleTatlock.com book for my or website for my writing, her response was, it's about time. She's been my biggest encourager for years. But there's certain things you can't call mom and go, mom, I really need your encouragement on this. Right. There's just some things you can't do. So you have to encourage yourself. And, you know, it's... <clears throat> It's something that takes a little bit of work to get to that point. You have to work a little bit harder when you don't have that support system, but it's not impossible. And you do have to understand that this is what I want. It doesn't matter what the guy sleeping on the bed next to me wants. It doesn't matter what mom and dad at their house five hours away want. It doesn't matter what my kids want. What matters is what I want, because at the end of the day, if I'm not happy and things aren't going good for me, Oh, my kid's out of luck. <laughs> mm -hmm. My kid's the one who pays the price. <laughs> I don't know how many other moms out there are that way, but if I've had a bad day, everybody's had a bad day. <laughs> and so encouraging yourself helps those around you. It helps the environment. It helps the things you're doing to pro be progressive, to be productive, to have the successes you want. Um, I'm literally writing a frame a business framework and it basically says you can have anything in this world you want and for the longest time I had to pay a price for it I had to sacrifice and I had to sacrifice myself but if you were to ask me that now you can have everything and anything you want in this world and you don't have to pay a price for it all you got to do is work for it how much you're willing to work for it depends on how much you're going to get mm -hmm. I think you know, it's interesting. You talked about uh, how your your daughter's dealing with depression now and and not medicating and things like that. And I think, you know, a lot of people know I'm a certified health coach and I am all about holistic methods and working through things, etc. And I think that sometimes people think if if they can't do medications for whatever reason that there's just no hope and i know for for myself for my own depression which sometimes is actually quite severe i'm really in in the same mindset as you i mean i have done everything uh i think i was diagnosed back when i was a kid mm -hmm. and i they actually did try pills with me for a very short time and it made things a hundred times worse Yep. And have never done it again. And I mean, as a health coach, you know, I'm well aware that even the simplest things can cause depression, um, even food allergies, which I know most people probably don't realize you can Google it. <laughs> you know, it's really amazing the things that can contribute to depression. And, you know, you talked about changing surroundings. And I know for me, while it was very difficult one of the things that I did was I got rid of a lot of friends in my life. Yep. A lot of them. Yep. Uh, I, had, I had that same conversation Tuesday night at dinner with a very good friend of mine and she is a ex-alcoholic and we were talking about, you know, kind of where she's at now. It's been 14 years and she goes, I lost a whole lot of friends because I was no longer the fun party girl taking shots on the table. She goes, I had to get rid of those people that were surrounding me, causing me to do things that I wasn't happy about. Mm -hmm. And it's the same case when it comes to depression. Like I said, my youngest daughter, she battles depression. She refused. She, they, they put her on it. She took it for about a month and she said, mom, I don't like it. I don't want to be on it. I said, then don't take it. 
And so she would bring me the bottles from the prescription agency that her, from the pharmacist that her, her dad would give her. She'd bring me the bottles. I got bottles of depression meds for her in my, my medicine cabinet. Wow. Because she didn't want to take them. That was her choice. Yeah. She did not like the way they made her feel. She goes, it just makes it worse. Yeah. I mean, it did for me too. I mean, surely I, you know, there are people out there who, whose depression does stem from, from something that does need medication, but a lot of, but a lot of times it's just really, it is, it's crappy people, crappy surroundings, life circumstances and, and such. And, and those are all things that you can make steps to improve to, you know, you may not get rid of your depression right away. I know I didn't. But with every positive step I took in my life, the depression got less. With every positive action or any positive thing that occurred in my life, my depression was less. And then I would keep track. Okay, what are the things that are helping improve my depression? And what are the things that are causing me to, to kind of slip back into that depressive state? I'm going to stay away from those things that are causing me to slip. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to focus on these things that are helping me. And in all actuality, my business did help me because it was something I enjoyed doing. I enjoyed seeing the wins of my clients. I enjoyed completing a project. Of course, I enjoyed getting paid, but I enjoyed, yeah. I enjoyed the outcome. I enjoyed the experience of working with those positive people who were doing positive things. Because like I said, I started out in, with nonprofits. So those nonprofits that I was working with we're doing positive things for other people and seeing that impact and knowing that I had a hand in that made me happy. So when I lost myself, one of the things I sat down is I was like, okay, there were times in your life that made you happy. And I found that the times I was most happiest were when I was helping other people achieve their goals. When I was helping other people help other people. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, and that's really why when I decided, you know, this is really what you are meant to do. My grandfather was an entrepreneur on an eighth grade education. He has been standing over my shoulder. He passed away seven years ago, but he's been standing over my shoulder all this time going, I got you girl. I know this is what you want to do. I am the oldest of two granddaughters and I had a very close relationship with him. And so I know that this is what I was meant to do. So when it came time to, kind of reposition, reclarify, refocus, figure out where I was going with my life after my last divorce. I knew that I had to kind of shift a little bit. I still love the web design and I still love the web development. I still love helping people with that. But I found that my biggest passion and my thriving and where I really get excited and where I really feel my soul and my heart sing in unison is helping other people to overcome those same obstacles that business owners and people have to deal with to get to where they want to be. And it's interesting too, that you, you know, you talked about your, your business and the impact that that has had. And I actually wrote an article. Um, I'm published in so many places. I can't remember which place, <laughs> but um, about, you know, my business saved my life. Absolutely. So um, there's definitely something to be said for finding something that you absolutely love uh, and diving into it as well as surrounding yourself with good people because a huge part of it is uh, the, the online entrepreneurs that I hang out with are incredibly supportive and just complete sweethearts. 
That's why I love the Facebook groups. I am in some groups that are just fantastic. Yours is one of them. Very encouraging, very supportive, very um, positive. There's not people bringing people down and it's not like, oh my God, you know, we're competing against each other. I have made some of the best friends in business through Facebook groups with people who do the same thing I do. Yes. But we support each other. It's a positive environment. And that I think is really key to business owners and successes and how people thrive in this extremely saturated entrepreneur market. Like there are tons of entrepreneurs out there, but there's also tons of people who need help. Exactly. And we're all different. Absolutely. It's all who you mesh with. It's all who you connect to. Yes. I have turned, I have turned down clients because I just didn't feel a connection that would benefit them or myself. I wasn't the right fit. Yeah, me too. (laughs) Even even back in the days when, you know, even back in the days when I talked about having $50 in my bank account, which is a true story, I turned somebody down. Mm -hmm. Oh, I have too. And I've been down to, you know, 50, 20, $10 in my bank account. And it's just like, you know what? Not worth it. No. You know, the whole time, a a lot of time when I was in between my business or in between a relationship or whatever it may be, I would go without food because I'd have to wait till I got paid again. But my kids wouldn't. I always would take the last $10 I have and I would go buy and make sure that they had food until I got paid again. Mm -hmm. I will go without so that those around me and those who need it can have it because I already have what I want. I'm seeing the success of what I want. Right. And I'm seeing what makes other people happy. So let's talk about, you know, if there's, because I always like to leave people with some tips and some actionables. Absolutely. You know, if there is somebody out there who is listening, who is dealing with depression, um, and, you know, certainly I know that there are people in my audience who are um, trying to start businesses, run businesses while dealing with depression, and, you know, some of that comes from the the challenges of business and the lack Mm -hmm. of support from family is right at the top of the list when you ask. Oh yeah. What is your What is your advice for those people to help them, uh, you know, keep going? Because clearly their missions are amazing. Absolutely. And, and as long as they can get that, you know, in that place, that zone, they'll do just fine. I totally agree. My advice to anybody who is battling depression while trying to start their business is first and foremost make sure your business sings to you. Make sure what you're doing makes you happy because the tip to overcoming depression is finding things and circumstances, situations, and surroundings that make you happy. So find something in your business, find a business that makes you happy, that you can get up and you just can't wait to start, that you can't just wait to share. When you start talking about it, you don't shut up. (laughs) When you start talking about it, you just feel an energy in yourself. That's the first thing. The second thing is that as you're building this business and you find that you're lacking the support, 
reach out to somebody, anybody who has been there, reach out to myself, reach out to our fabulous host, <laughs> reach yeah. out to somebody who has dealt with depression while trying to build a business because they will encourage you no matter what. And I do, I do a lot of encouraging. I have a, a friend of mine personally where I live and funny story. She's actually my boyfriend's ex-wife's sister-in-law. Yes, that's a mouthful. We live in, we live in Redneckville. <laughs> um, my boyfriend's ex-wife's sister-in-law, she actually struggles a lot with depression and she's been trying to take this course for four, this like her fourth time. And she hasn't been able to get past the general wet Rex and she just gets really down on herself. And she sent me a message the other night and I and told me she got in and she just got to get past the general, general Rex. And I was like, you've got this. I said, let's get together for lunch. Let's talk. I will support you any way I can to make sure that you can achieve this because she doesn't have anybody else. And her response was back to me was I'm crying. You don't know what it feels like to finally have somebody who supports and encourages me. Now, Isn't that something? I know her in passing. I know her seeing her around town or, you know, things like that. But I've never really hung out with her. I don't know her story. I don't know any of that. But I know that this is something she really wanted. And she just needed a little bit of encouragement to tell her that she could do it. So that's my second tip. If you find yourself in this process, reach out to somebody who will encourage you. And if you're not finding people that are encouraging you, cut those other people out. They aren't going to do you any good. All they're going to do is make things even more difficult on you. The third thing is a personal thing I've done that I found to be an extremely relaxing and freeing um, time during depression and business building is I would literally write down what I was feeling as it related to my business. And I would always write down what I was feeling as it related personally, only the negatives. I would write them all down. I would get them out of my system. I would write, 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 write. I would tear the page and I would burn it. And as I burned it, I told myself, these aren't feelings that make you better. These aren't feelings that make you happy. These aren't feelings that are going to give you everything you want in life. These aren't feelings that are going to help you with your kids. These aren't feelings that are going to help you build a business that you love and you're passionate about. And I would send that with the smoke gone. <laughs> then I would write down what I wanted to be feeling. I want to feel happiness. I want to feel complete. I want to feel, and I would write down, I want to feel statements to reprocess into my mind what I really wanted to overcome the negatives I had just wrote. Well, I am going to hit my journal after this. <laughs> <laughs> I am writing that down. I love that. In the fourth place, the fourth thing is if you find that you're still struggling mentally that you're still having that depressive hold that just kind of doesn't release take yourself to a spot whether it be in your house in your yard a park somewhere that is calming to you me i love a hot shower i will go in the shower and i will just cry i will cry out the depression <clears throat> so find something 
that is calming to you and give yourself 10-15 minutes. If you got to give yourself 10-15 minutes of just feeling that on you and then 10-15 minutes of just letting it go. Let it release its hold on you. Yes, I love that because I have, I go to my boardwalk as often as I possibly can. And that is my release. Because it's a comforting place to you. Absolutely. Yep. Down by the water, all the seagulls and everything and the lighthouse. Absolutely. Yes. So those would be things I would, I would encourage anyone who's battling depression while trying to build their business and feeling those depressive times because they will come if you haven't completely resolved the depression that you're dealing with and some people never do if you haven't completely dissolved the depression that you are dealing with you're going to have to do those things on a regular basis to keep pushing yourself forward in your business but always know that there is a light at the end of the tunnel it is not the end all be all it is not oh i'm dealing with depression i can't do this no absolutely not you can do anything you want. Absolutely. So those are absolutely fantastic tips. And I'm sure that the audience is wondering, how can they, how can they find you? How can they hang out with you? Absolutely. Uh, you don't mind sharing? No, absolutely not. Um, you can find me on Facebook, Nicole Tatlock. Um, I don't know what email address I used. Um, <laughs> might be... N is a Nancy, M is a Mary, T is in Tom, A is an Apple, T is in Tom, L-O-C-K, the number five at gmail.com. I think that's what my Facebook email address is. <laughs> um, I do keep my, my Facebook page private only because of my past relationships and there's still some lingering animosity with those that I just don't want it to be a part of my life. So I make sure that they can't find me or see me on Facebook. <laughs> um, and you can join, I have a Biz Bestie Facebook group. Um, you can go to my website, nikkicole.biz. Um, there's an email link there. You can email me. I'm on Skype under Nikki Cole. I don't think there's a whole lot of Nikki Coles out there. <laughs> that was my nickname in high school. All my friends called me Nikki Cole. Ah, uh, now it makes sense. Yep, Nikki and Nicole. So that's how I came up with that name. Um, so yes, my Facebook group, my Facebook page, my website, my personal Facebook page. Feel free to send me a friend request. I'm happy to 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 link up with you guys and 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 communicate and build those relationships that can help encourage and empower you. Because at the end of the day, that's what it's all about. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank you for having me. Definitely some good nuggets for people. And I know definitely that there are things that will be helpful for my audience. So I'm super excited for them to, yes. to listen. And to the audience, thank you for listening to another episode and hanging out with us today. And I will see you all in the next episode.
Thank you for listening today. I hope that you found some inspiration from today's episode. If you would like to find me and check me out, you can head over to SuzanneProxa.com. Or if you are a female entrepreneur who is purpose-driven, head over to my Facebook group at Fempreneurs.biz. Thank you so much for listening today, and I will see you in the next episode.